The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of retro pop your home for bi-weekly pop culture talks right here on the network at bicbp-radio.com my name is matt johnson one of your hosts and alongside me um he is the uh the eustace bag to my muriel um mr johnny townsend where am I the old prospector of no. an old man with a dog? <laughs> I got that dog in me. Oh, no. <laughs> Get out of here, prospector. This is, this is not your show. Wrong show. God, guys, go stay they, they're always show. They're always trying to invade our, this show. Have you noticed, Matt? They act like we don't give them you know, airtime. Uh, all they do is talk on the panel discussion. It's basically their show. So yeah. This is our show. Horrid. Horrid. Good God. Yeah, we're t- oh, man. Good God. I mean, who doesn't love a, a good dog? They're right, like a, just a, an awesome puppy. I love uh, I mean, an awesome pr- dog. I got one. Got right Prince. Here. Prince is right behind you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, just taking hey, it easy back there. Hi, buddy. <laughs> Do you think he would? Uh, he would come through and and save you if he had to? Uh no. He actually doesn't. Uh, he. It's all right. So I have a. <laughs> I have a funny story. So he's very protective of of my wife Amy. Yeah very protective i just so the audience knows he's a what kind of dog is he he's a yorkie yeah so he's a he's a little he's a little dog he's a little guy fully grown eight years old uh like seven or yeah seven or eight pounds something like that i think he's closer to eight um very protective of amy all right there's times where she'll just playfully just beat me up and he'll be right there pawing me in the head um <laughs> this is another funny thing too i haven't told too many people but he does not like when we uh when we were touchy and oh, yeah, yeah. If i will like i will look at prince i'll look down at my wife i'll give her a bunch of kisses on the cheek it'll come in it'll start barking and just pawing <laughs> me in the head he does not like it but um and he's such a tough guy, like like a lot of dogs. He's a tough yeah. guy behind doors, behind fences. That's little dogs, man. That's how little dogs yeah. are. That yeah. Napoleon complex, and yeah. uh, it's hilarious. So I don't know if you, I don't know if you would protect me. Probably not. Probably I not. um, I grew up. I got a. We had a dog. We named him Hercules, and he was okay. a mutt. But we, but I loved that dog. He was with me since the seventh grade. He lived. He lived a good eighteen years or something. Oh like wow. That. Yeah, he was a great dog. I still miss him to this day. Yeah. But he was a little thing too, and we called him Hercules. But he was—he's probably barely bigger than your dog. And uh, what breed was it? He was a mutt. Like he was a mixture of okay. uh, of a bunch, of, like a couple of different dogs. He wasn't a a purebred or anything like okay. that. But man, he was such a great dog. So well behaved. He was so well behaved that it kind of spoiled us when it came to getting other animals after that. Yeah. Uh, because he was just so easygoing. The bar know? was high. The bar was yeah, high. We got really lucky. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> but he too, he was very protective of, uh, actually of all of us really, but, 
he uh, he was real, like he never, from what I remember, ever bit anybody or anything like that. But man, if he didn't like you, you knew it. You know, <laughs> he's it's, very, very, very protective in that manner. That's how my first dog was. My and, and he was a Shih Tzu. He lasted almost. Uh, he lasted. I think he had almost eighteen. Yeah, man. Or no, almost seventeen. I'm sorry. Which is, you know, crazy that because you don't really hear about dogs lasting that long. Um, that's like that's cool. I'm glad we have that shared experience where our, you know, the, that was my first dog to to last almost 17 years. Was, whew, I was a lot fortunate than most. You know, we, we had a dog before him, but I mean, I was really young then, so I barely remember that dog. Yeah, um, my parents remember that dog fondly, but you know, we had Hercules for so long. He was literally part of the family like we considered right. you know that's how it goes but heck yeah no dogs are the legit best uh, and uh today we are talking about uh one of my favorite cartoons from a from my childhood one that i have very fond memories of watching and uh watching with people courage the cowardly dog that is today's episode topic um it's a quick one it's got to be a quick one it didn't last as long as i had actually remembered which is weird so it ran off of reruns for a long time yes it did. but yeah. um we'll get further into that let's head on over to our and discuss our personal history with courage the cowardly dog All right, so personal history with Courage. I remember cartoons were an integral, important part of every day for me. All right, so growing up, you know, going to school, getting ready for school, it was Weather Channel, Weather on the Yates, cartoons, (laughs) go to school. I don't know why, but I really love that Weather Channel is just such a part of your life. It's it's a top five important thing in my life. (laughs) Not that I've watched it. Not that I've watched it since I've lost, since I've cut uh, cable. Um, But (laughs) it's it's still, you know, it's it's one of those things. You just, uh, I get it, man. It touches your soul, and you just can't let it go. I get it. I get it. That's why we did an an episode on it. I know. Go to the archives. You you can find out all about the Weather Channel. You can. It's a beautiful place. Um, But cartoons were a major part of my childhood. You know, getting ready for school. It was one of those things that. I just yeah, you sat down and watch if you got ready early, if you got if you behaved and got ready on time and and uh you know, ate and all that stuff, you got to sit down and watch cartoons until it was time to leave. And that was lovely. Um it was cool though because my mom actually sat and watched it with us. Uh she was uh I guess ninety nine, two thousand two when it was kind of running. I guess oh, she really wasn't working at that time. She had just had my little brother Mark Angelo in ninety nine. Uh, so she was a stay-at-home mom, but, you know, she, she would, uh, you know, she'd get us ready. we sit and watch it for, I mean, geez, a good, at least one or two, epi- like, full episodes, right? Not just the, not just two shorts in, in one in one time block. We'd probably get a good hour of it, but it was on every morning, and it was so funny. Like, we, we cracked up, and that was one of the few shows that my mom would actually sit and watch with, like, TV shows, she hated everything we loved because that's sometimes what, you know what I mean? Like, oh, God, Pokemon. She used to call it Pokemon to piss me off. Oh, God, Digimon. <laughs> but she would sit and watch cartoons with us in the morning, Johnny Bravo and, and all that stuff. And, and Courage the Cowardly Dog was was uh, was one of them. Isn't it weird how 
parents could just pronounce something just a little off and it'll drive you as a kid nuts. Like, I still remember like when I got a Sega Genesis for Christmas and my uh and my parents kept calling it a Nintendo oh. and it just bugged the tar out of me when really it didn't matter. But it just, you know, as a kid you're like, no, it's a Sega Genesis. I know. I feel like I feel like my parents did it intentionally. <laughs> mine may have too for a lot though. <laughs> I feel like mine did. It's just it's just like Come on, I'm literally telling it to you. Pokemon, <laughs> shut up. Pokemon, <laughs> gotta catch them all. Oh, God, childhood <laughs> trauma, man. My God. Uh, but we sat and watched it. It was so funny. Like, I remember uh, just, I mean, I was, like, impressed. The animation style was really, really good. For that time period, it was very clear. Um, because when I remember like shows like Johnny Bravo and Ed, Ed and Eddie and Dexter's Laboratory and stuff like that, the animation style was was pretty good. But I don't know if the detail was as vivid, right? Mm-hmm. Courage used a little bit of a. It almost seemed like a hybrid of some t- some three D style stuff, right? Like clouds in front of the yeah. Like it was it was and even like the the Return of the Slab guy uh, was it was a three D. It had a three D effect to it, so it was really unique. It stood out on its own, and then just the level of humor with it yeah and and the tone of it too it's such a darker tone for a cartoon yeah uh it it actually to me it inspired other cartoons like and i don't know if this if they consider this an inspiration or not but gravity falls was a later cartoon that i really really liked a lot um and i highly recommend that one too by the way it doesn't have a a dog in it but it does have a pig (laughs) uh but it's so good too and it's just a really dark cartoon that um still all ages like anybody can still watch it but just a tone's darker yeah that type of stuff and that's kind of what courage was here uh mine's a little different just because you know our age difference i graduated high school in 2001 so this was me like i was in like a junior or a senior in high school as this show was kind of catching its legs and <clears throat> i've always always no matter how old i've been loved cartoons yeah and uh this show stuck out to me because a like you said it was it was obviously it was pretty funny but also it just felt different from the other shows even on its own network it just felt it really stood out because of how different it was um and uh just uh i don't know what it is but like you know you got courage and you got luigi's two characters who are just always scared but they still come through <laughs> like right. overcoming that fear of well, for courage, pretty much literally anything. Uh, but you know, he had legit reasons to be scared a lot of the times. I'm telling you, those some of those things he faced were scary. <laughs> you know what, though, it, it it was kind of relatable too because you know, as a kid, like this is something you know, you're oblivious to how the real world works, right? Yeah. yeah. But you know, I, I used to run upstairs, right? I turned the lights off and run upstairs so a monster didn't get me, or I thought monsters were under my bed. Oh yeah, yeah. Or that, and Courage was kind of dealing with that with Eustace and Mariel, where he'd try to tell them something, he'd do the whole yelling thing and try to tell them something, and they just wouldn't listen. So, the, and for that, for me, uh, the character was very relatable. Uh, unfortunately, you know, unfortunately for for Courage, the cowardly <laughs> dog, his situation was actually real. Ours was, you know, made up in yeah. our head. Um, I'm going to admit something. I don't know if I've actually. This might be a podcast exclusive. Ooh. I don't think I've, I don't remember talking about this, but it fits here. When I was a kid, uh, you know, all kids have like an ir- irrational fear of something. Yes. And I don't know why, because I actually loved the food growing up, but Hamburger Helper. 
had that oh, hand. I... <laughs> had that hand, right? Yes. And I don't know why, but that thing just got ingrained into my little kid brain. And I just became scared and was convinced that there was this little hand running around my house that was just going to grab me at night if I walked. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that, but I was so scared of that stupid little hand. That's an actually really good. Oh, my God. Johnny? Yeah. I think I have our next fan fiction idea. <laughs> <laughs> we have to pick a childhood. Fe- oh, we'll have to bring it up to Will. A childhood yeah. fear, and we have to write a short story about it, a spooky story. For That's perfect for October. Perfect. Yeah. So go listen to the panel discussion if you think it's going to be a great idea, because it is. Oh, man. I can't wait to write my Smokey the Bear horror story. <laughs> oh, God. I'm so happy. You're going to have Smokey the Bear. I'm going to have a hamburger helper hand. God knows what we'll have. So it's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm excited about that. Um, the other thing I was going to ask, too, before we get into the, the actual history of courage is. I was trying to think of the other, like where he would rank among the other cartoon dogs. Yeah. You know, I mean, you got Pluto, of course, which is the first cartoon dog I think of. Um, Goofy, I guess, is technically a dog. He's, yeah, he's listed as a dog. But I don't ever think of him as that. I don't know why. Yeah. Because uh, he would be tops for me if he, if I thought of him as that, because I've always loved Goofy. I like how Goofy and Pluto are dogs, but they look absolutely completely different. Yeah, they're completely different. Uh, one of them could talk, and the other one just acts like a real dog. It's really <laughs> weird and strange. Um, when they're, especially when they're from the same company, so they sh- and they live in the right. same world universe. <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, but what are some other cartoon dogs? I was trying. I was trying to uh, think of some. Droopy. Droopy. Dro- oh, Droopy's a great one. Yeah. Underdog. Yes. Yep. Yes. Oh man, isn't it weird? Like I can think of cartoon cats quickly. The cartoon dogs, for whatever reason, I ran out of steam. Uh, uh, now I got to Google it. I think you brought up yeah. an interesting point. Cartoon dogs. Yeah, Courage, to me, really stands out. Among I, I agree. The greatest animated dogs from cartoons and comics. Oh, Scooby-Doo. Oh, how did we not think of Scooby-Doo? Wow, we whiffed on that Scooby-Doo one. should be like the number one draft pick of this, right? Yeah. Scooby-Doo. Oh, here's another one we forgot. Snoopy. Right? You didn't yeah. say Snoopy? Yeah. Literally, <laughs> We didn't think of a dog too. <laughs> Literally, those those guys would be fighting for the number one draft pick. We're terrible. Uh, yeah. Slinky Dog, uh, the dog from Hundred One Dalmatians, Lady from Lady and the Tramp, yeah. Clifford, the big red dog. Yeah, he'd be he'd be a good one. Um, Odie from Odie, Garfield. Yeah, Odie from Garfield. Uh, Marmaduke, I just thought of, just popped uh, in my head. Uh, Max from the Grinch, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Uh, oh man, yeah. Uh, this is a good idea for. A crafting um, and drafting? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think so, too. Uh, Copper from Fox and the Hound. Gromit. From oh, Austin how did I? Uh, side note, Fox and the Hound, we will do an episode on that one day. That oh, is we one, better. That is one of my all-time favorite Disney movies. Oh, man. What else we got? Muttley from uh, Esterly Muttley and the Flying Machines. Shadow and Chance from the Homeward Bound movies. I love those, too. Would you consider uh, Dino? Oh, that's not car- they're not cartoons, though. Astro. Um, Spike and Tyke from Tom and Jerry. Yes, yeah. Brian Griffin. Yeah, yeah. Huckleberry Hound. Oh man, yeah, good old Huckleberry. Blues Clues. The blue- Hong Kong oh, Fooey. Oh man, I forgot about Hong Kong Fooey. This is great. Sam yeah. Sheep Dog. What else did we met? Jake the Dog. Oh yeah, yeah. From Adventure Time, our show we did last week. Sweet. <laughs> who else am i missing uh, there's a lot of good ones here though oh man well stay tuned for that we maybe uh 
Uh, cat I'm, dog. Look, oh, cat dogs. You get the best of both worlds there. <laughs> but so, where does it poop? <laughs> wait, <I know. laughs> Speaking of cat dog, my cat just jumped up here, I guess. Well, it's hey, upset. Um, but uh, yeah, dogs are great. There's, there has been quite a bit. Uh, of dogs in pop culture history, but uh, we'll have to explore that at some other time. But uh, now it is time for us to dig in to the history of courage. I don't like birds. <laughs> they always make fun of me. <laughs> okay, Fox, where's Muriel? All right, so actually, uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog's origins come from uh, about 1996 is where I'm seeing it. He was featured in an original short called The Chicken from Outer Space. Um, It was, uh, yeah, it debuted. It was one of the episodes of Cartoon Network's world premiere tunes in 96, and it was a Hanna-Barbera cartoon innovation. it had no dialogue except for one specific one line spoken by Courage, uh, which had a, a different voice than we were, ended up being used to. It was more authoritative and such, um, but it was really good. Uh, it was it was a fun. It was popular. It was an alien chicken was the villain in this little short, and uh, and yeah, and his uh, it was not actually nominated for an Academy Award for Best Animated Short Film. But uh, it lost to Wallace and Gromit's uh, A Close Shave. Um, <laughs> so uh, the guy who created it, his name is John R. Dilworth. All right. He's a smart dude. He has a graduate with a Bachelor of Fine Arts from the School of Visual Arts in New York in 1985. And uh, he just bounced around. He was an art director and founded his own animation studio in 1991, which was eventually incorporated in 94. And... Um, yeah, courage to him actually uh, it grew out of an earlier character of his called Hamilton, who appeared in a show called uh, Smart Talk with Raisin, a pilot created for MTV. Um, so he was the mastermind behind it, and uh, I mean, what a genius! What a genius! Sound design, uh, sound sound was one of the big. I think one of the best things when it came to courage, right? Some of the sound yeah. effects that, especially his yelling. Um, and a lot of other stuff you can kind of see them used frequently. Um, that that is a great point. Um, I think it gets overlooked just how different this show is, just even from a sound aspect. Yeah, no, no doubt. It you know, like it was, it was. I mean, it was impressive. There's a lot of great sound effects, and I think you're right. I mean, audio does get overlooked quite a bit when it comes to a lot of these things. But there was some top level stuff, and but. It was, you know, they did a really good job. I, I'm I, this to me, this show was a pretty much a, tra- a trailblazer in how to do cartoons. But um, um, he avoided making pre-made stock sounds. Like everything was authentic. It was, you know, it was original, and and you know, even the music was 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 fantastic. Um, well done. I love the the courage is. Uh, I haven't listened to it in a while, but. Um, 
his little like chase saying dent 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 like I, I'm trying I can't even really animate it but yeah um even his... even the opening is is different from yeah. other shows oh yeah know? I love the news anchor one uh, yeah. the the news anchor opening I think it's a it's a it's great um he also does a lot of it, Dilworth asks for a lot of uh um you know he requested a lot of classical pieces uh so, like the ride of the Valkyries was was used in yeah. in, in, in the show. Uh, as well as many other classical music. And it was just a cool blend of, of everything. Um, but for those who've never seen this show, because it did come out a long time ago, and we are probably talking to some people who have never laid the rise on Courage, the Cowardly Dog. So basically the plot of Courage um, exploits, it, it's it's the adventures of Courage, essentially. It's a small pink purple dog uh, who, I, I think the, the the best part of it was his name. Because he was so, in yeah. a sense, he was courageous, but he was also scared of everything. Yes, uh, and it was, uh, it was so uh, like it's so fun to watch. At least every episode, and um, you know, and, and and Eustace was trying to scare. Oh, stupid dog! You know, <laughs> <laughs> and they did the mask thing with a hooga booga, and it just ah, <laughs> oh, so it was so much fun. It was it was, just, it was a cheap it was a cheap gag, but it was just so funny as a kid. Um, and still is to this day, but uh, but they live in a place called nowhere, which was hilarious too because it's an old farmstead and it seems like Eustace and Muriel are pretty much retired. But yeah, um, yeah they, they got to be right because they're a much older couple. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I don't think I ever see, I see Eustace do anything. Uh, I used to I used to think his name was useless. Um, I didn't know if that was uh, <laughs> intentional or not, but. Uh, they're, they, you know, they live in the middle of nowhere, which usually we see, we hear a lot of stories, you know, Johnny, you're into the occult a lot with, uh, you know, with history creeps and so on and so forth. And a lot of those places that are kind of in the middle of nowhere are frequent for all sorts of stuff, right? UFOs, strange, um, strangeness, strange occurrences. And basically what courage does is he protects his family as best as he can from all these things, natural disasters, um, Oh God, it's so weird. I remember the tomato plant episode where they grew a bunch of tomato plants and then the tomato plants came alive and were eating people. And I was just like, oh, this is hilarious. Or the or the foot fungus that Eustace had and it slowly just took over him completely. Um, yeah, the, yeah, all kinds. I mean, down to like a dam breaking. Remember that? Like there was something yeah. that tried to uh, take out the dam. Yeah, you know the the duck, the 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 damn duck, uh, the evil duck thing. Like it was just, it was just so much. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was basically there. You know, his way of uh, the show just followed courage, just protecting um, this couple in, in the most hilarious ways. Because courage literally defied the laws of physics and turned into anything and everything. Uh, when it came to <laughs> his family, I loved uh, every bit of it. I really got to find this show. I really got to find this show and watch it all again. This is good stuff. Uh, bringing back a lot of memories. I I think it's on HBO Max currently, I believe. Oh, is it really? I think oh, it is. A lot of the my Cartoon favorite Network. App. A lot of Cartoon Network stuff's on there. After I cut the lawn, <laughs> I know what I'm watching. Until they delete it all, because that's HBO Max. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but that is really, you know, that's kind of it in a nutshell. It, it has been received very, very well. In its short in its short run, we no no, and nobody really knows why it went away. That's the biggest mystery of it all. But uh, I mean, a lot of places give you know give the show an, like an A or a B plus. 
uh, just high regards. It's a cult favorite cartoon. Um, to me, it kind of reminds me. Remember when Invader Zim came out and just it was just this massive fad. Uh, it, it was just like a huge fad. I feel like Courage was kind of like that. I don't know if it was the level of popularity that Invader Zim had, but um, but it was really really good. Um, yeah, Invader Zim's great too. It is, but That's... it definitely, but they, but it definitely shares that um, tone with Courage for sure. Yeah. And I think, you know, another thing, too, that we didn't really get to talk about is the I mean, it was just pretty graphic, right? The show was kind of graphic for its time for its time slot and and whatnot. But uh, there was a lot of a lot of stuff, right? Exploding organs and extra limbs and uh, just just so much stuff that was just it was just so different, which we talked yeah. about in the personal history that 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 received it very, very well. Um, But, yeah, it was a part of a uh, a, a big a massive block of cartoons, probably the best era of car. One of the best eras. I know some people will argue the eighties decade was uh, the best. And I, I completely it just understand. matters when you grew up with it. Exactly. You know? yeah. Exactly. For for me, it was, the, it was that mid to late nineties when, you know, it was, to me, that was the last great era of cartoons where both channels, Nickelodeon uh, it, to me, it's just, it was just two Nickelodeon and cartoon network were yeah. on fire. Um but uh, yeah, it went away in, in after in two thousand two. But the reruns kept going. I know it went for a considerably long time. Uh, and there's been also attempts to redevelop it, uh, the show, and uh, it hasn't quite panned out yet. There's been two attempts to do it, and it just has not worked out. But um, but yeah, so that's the pers- that's the history of Courage the Cowardly Dog. Um, real brief, real quick, and uh, let's go on to an even quicker session of Matt's stats. Hey now, what's all this here? <clears throat> you look lucky. Want to try? I sure am lucky. And this is a particular lucky day. I was born lucky. You see? I win. All right. Yeah, like I said, this is there's not a whole lot with uh when it comes to this, but it, it did uh you know it, it did do some good. So it did play for four seasons, 99, 2000, 2001, and 2002. Uh there was only 52 episodes. All right, put to the show. This is why I think like this is that like crazy, right? We talked about Adventure Time, and right that was well into it was pretty close into the hundreds, maybe a little oh, bit yeah. over. Yeah, yes. Um, fifty-two episodes, for whole episodes, one hundred and two. Uh, like their their little runs, right? I think every episode, every mini sewed within an episode was like eleven minutes long. Yeah, typically, yeah. but sometimes they ran full. Fifty-two of those, hundred and two segments, they call it. Um, yeah, November 1299 to November 22nd, 2009. And, uh, yeah, every, every season had 13 episodes, roughly. They had a, oh, they did do a special on October 30. What is this? October 31st, 2014. So they must've released something and they had a crossover film. I think, was he in the Scoob movie or one of those? I don't know. They said there's a crossover film and, from 2021 i uh, 
I saw that Scoob movie. I do not remember him in. Remember him? Maybe he was in something else. Uh, he was in something else. Let's see. By the way, the Scoob movie is actually not that bad. No, I, I actually really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, maybe not, but he was in. Maybe he was in Space Jam. That would the new one probably because they had everything in that. Yeah, so. it might have been that. Uh, yeah, there's not a really whole lot about DVD like Jesus DVD sales. Um, VHS uh, yeah, it was more of the DVD era. There's not a whole lot about it, but uh, it was it was pretty good. Um, it had a couple. It's been nominated for some awards, and uh, it's been nominated for five awards, and has won two. Um, John Dilworth in 2000. He won the Outstanding Individual Achievement for Production Design in an Animated Television Production. That is a lot of use of the word production. Um, <laughs> it was the specific episode was A Night in the Cats Motel. Oh. Um, also, it won Best Sound Editing for a television series. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, for episode Courage in the Big Stinking City from 2001. Uh its nominations were the short film back in, oh, it was 1995, excuse me, The Chicken from Outer Space. Uh, best Sound Editing, uh, again, it was no- nominated for, uh, for the episode The Duck Brothers. And it was also nominated for Best Sound Editing uh, for a 2003, ep- uh, in 2003, for an episode called The Tower of Doctors Lost. So, um, so that is, that is that. I'm excited to hear what Johnny uh, pulls together for his Did You Know? Help yourself to a finger sandwich. I thought this was a men's club. You stay. Who invited this unrefined beast? All right, here we go. Uh, throughout the series, uh, you can actually find on many episodes, like it'll be like on a storefront or something like that. The letters D I L. Like a, like you'll see like the deal, like it'll just be like the title of a store or something yeah. just in the background. But that's, of course, after the creator, John R. Dilworth, they would put his deal, <laughs> they would put his deal all over the place. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, the elderly couple who got their names, um, actually got their names. They're the middle names of Chandler and Ross from Friends. That's how they came up with their names. <laughs> That is cool. That is very cool. <laughs> Which blew my mind. Uh, all right, so let's talk about it. So this show takes place in a town called Nowhere. Uh, nowhere, uh, besides being a, uh, that you know that area in Marvel that the Guardians uh, went to, is also <laughs> a area in New Mexico. And in real life, this really happened. There was an elderly couple there. And they had a dog, and they would constantly report weird stuff that they kept seeing. Like mm. one of the reports was they claimed to have seen a quote unquote a skinwalker, uh, and all kinds of creatures and UFOs and stuff that they constantly reported seeing, which you know in, in itself was weird. But it gets more strange because they actually went missing, and they were never found. The only they did find the dog, and that was it. They never found the couple. Really. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> wow, that is insane. Yeah, that is really wild. Um, so I don't know if Courage was loosely based on that, but I'm sure it had a bit to do with it. Uh, all right, so let's we're take a little bit of a turn here. I consider Doll uh, Courage to be a hero dog. 
So let's talk about some real life hero dogs. Okay. Uh, let's talk about Lega, who was the first dog in space. Uh, it's one of those dog cosmonauts that Russia sent out there. And it was the first one out in outer space. Uh, Apollo uh, was considered to be the first dog who responded to the World Trade Center attacks. Oh. He's the first one on the scene there. There's actually a lot of a couple of other hero dogs that dealt with the World Trade Center attacks. Uh, another dog named Manx, and that's M-A-N-C-S, uh, was, a, was a Hungarian rescue dog who saved multiple people who were buried underneath rubble. Um. You know, when you think of a rescue dog, I think a lot of people, myself included, think of the St. Bernards with uh, uh, like they'd have like the, 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 the first aid kit or something around their neck or something yeah. like that. Uh, well, the most successful rescue dog was a St. Bernard named Barry, and he rescued over 40 people throughout his career. Hmm. Uh, Sergeant Stubby, that's such a great name for <laughs> Uh, Sergeant Stubby became beloved during one of the world wars when he saved many soldiers from a mustard gas attack. He got them out of there before uh, mustard gas attacks were quite deadly, especially in World War One. And we're going to end this on probably one of the more famous dogs because I mean, he had a uh, animated movie uh, after him. I think was animated or was it real? I've seen it. I can't believe I'm blanking on this, but Balto. Yes. Yeah. uh, He he did have an animated movie. It was, I I thought it was animated. Yeah. Uh, Balto, uh, the cartoon was based on the real Balto, who in 1925, there was an outbreak in Nome, Alaska, uh, of, I can't remember what the disease was. It was something diphtheria. Yes, yes, that's it. Yes. And, uh, this was, uh, during a time when it became bitterly cold and no way to get to the town, like all the ways they usually would, you couldn't do that anymore. So Balto famously delivered life-saving medicine to Nome, Alaska in 1925 when no one else could get out there. Uh, that's and that's awesome. why that's why Balto is just such a great, awesome story. <laughs> oh, I man. love it. I grew up with that one, man. The, the I movie, did too. I, I had, love that I movie. had the books. I, I read the, the true story of it. And uh, yeah, it's a fantastic one. Dogs are amazing. Yeah, dogs, dogs are real, man. amazing. Dogs do rule. Cats, too. I better say that. I got a cat behind me. Stood up. Uh, but, stood up. <laughs> uh, but that is my did you knows. Let's get on to where does Courage the Cowardly Dog stand in pop culture today? Oh, man, this is one of those rare occurrences and occasions where I think that courage is going to eventually be that one that people it, it comes up in like a trivia thing. It's like a forgotten thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, unfortunately, unfortunately. Yeah. Right. Powerpuff Girls has found ways to stay relevant. Scooby-Doo found ways to stay relevant. Uh, Adventure Time was relevant for a very, very long time. But Courage had a three-year, four, four, well, it was, yeah, technically four years, um, run, and then just disappeared, right? Disappeared. Nobody, again, nobody knows why. It had maybe just run its course. It 
Um, it happens. Like four years is actually a pretty decent time for a cartoon to go. That's a good run. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. Um, I, I just I don't know. Like you bring up Courage the Cowardly Dog to to people and. And like newer, like younger generation people, and some don't remember it. Even people from my generation don't really remember it. Uh, it's it's just it's just one of those things that has escaped uh, the you know the cracks of time. But you know, people there will you know. I hope it does come back. I really truly do. I hope it finds a way to to come back. But I'm also a little cautious about that too. I'm always a little cautious about that. When things come back, I always get really. It, it usually, they're nine times out of ten, they're usually pretty disappointing. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. I'm with you. This one's tough. I do think we'll see its DNA in other things. Like I, I mean, I already mentioned Gravity Falls. There's been other shows, even ones that come on now. Yeah, that I think share a little bit of DNA from Courage, where uh, just that tone was was definitely borrowed from. Um, and I do think that's kind of where this will live as. Um, one of those shows like Invader Zim, honestly, and like uh, Gravity Falls, that a lot of people who will end up creating other shows of similar tone and ilk or whatever you want to say yeah. will cite this as an inspiration. You know, as like, man, I grew up with Courage or I grew up with Gravity Falls or something like that. And I'll be like, yeah, this is, uh, you know, this was a huge influence on me with this show. And I kind of think that's where this is going to live. Uh, it, there's a lot of shows that are sad like that to me because I'll bring up a show and people will be like, what, <laughs> you know, and it's just really sad to me because I love that show so much. You know, courage is definitely one of those. I feel like that I'm the only one who ever watched justified and I absolutely adore that show. Uh, you know, there's just all kinds of shows that I can mention that seem to be forgotten for whatever reason, despite how awesome they were many many of my conversations with our good friend andrew have ended up that way he's a big 80s fanatic yeah and he'd yes. be like would you never watch silver hawks and i'm like what because that show was <laughs> awesome and i was like you're probably right it was but i don't know i just don't know um i know of silver hawks <laughs> yeah. that was your era you yeah know, it's that's right yeah i and i love so, andrew for bringing stuff up like that because i mean that it uh, you tell you know a younger generation this maybe still look up courage the cowardly dog, right? Yeah, well that's how it goes too, right? You know I kind of said it before, but the era you kind of grow up in, those are the cartoons that you're going to remember the most fond, you know, most fondly of, uh, you know, because this was your era, and then you know I grew up in the, uh, I mean I was born in '83, but I became a you know I remember cartoons from the '90s. Yeah, so I would say I'm a '90s kid when it comes to cartoons. And those are obviously the ones that I remember very fondly. So uh, that does not mean there's not awesome cartoons that come in. After that, there have been plenty of cartoons, Courage being one of them, that I've really, really liked after you know, I became an adult. But uh, it's kind of how that goes. I do think that it's really telling that they've tried to bring this back and it just hasn't worked. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, they even brought Invader Zim got like a movie or something not too long ago. So it's uh, so if they wanted to bring it back, I think they would have by now. Yeah, I think so, too. I think to me, again, it's one of those things that are just best left as it was. Just make the original, you know, show episodes available. That's yeah, all I yeah. would ask. And I'd be perfectly OK with that, because because, again, when a lot of things get brought back, it, it end up disappointing. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Reunion. A lot of the reunion shows for old sitcoms have ended up pretty 
disappointing. Uh, Incredibles 2, I thought, was disappointing for waiting all that time. Uh, I would hate to see a watered-down, just unoriginal version of Courage the Cowardly Dog that just destroys its legacy for me. But that is uh, that is just me. Uh, but I think that's it for yeah Curse. i double checked i was double checking it yeah. is on hbo max if you oh, want to watch it there. great yep. i think i'll be watching that tonight yep. um so thank you for that my man uh that is it for this episode that is it for the month of september of 2022 next month is one of our favorite months halloween ah! right. Sorry, the month I, I is it called halloween the the month is called october but ah! the overall <laughs> uh, <laughs> But the yeah, overall I'm, theme I'm gonna is, pull a, I'm going to pull a, por- uh, a, a porkins. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's such a beautiful sound. A beautiful yeah. sound. Make it, make your mother cry. Uh, <laughs> but next month is spooky themed month. Last year we did we did video games. We did uh, we did Luigi's Mansion and Resident Evil. This yeah. year. Uh, for our spooky Halloween themed month, so we're gonna keep it pretty open. Uh, Johnny has next pick. He is doing uh, well. I'd let him do it. Yeah, we're gonna talk about a, a little movie that I saw in the theater, and for whatever reason, this movie just appealed to me right away. It might have been. I have a lot of really fun memories of seeing movies, especially Disney movies, with my grandma, and this is one of those. And it kind of would become a classic to me. Uh, maybe that's part of it because I was really close to my grandparents. But um, I, we're going to talk some Hocus Pocus. The sequel's coming out. Like by the time we do it, the sequel actually might already be out. I think it I comes think it'll out be. Soon. I think it comes out the week before. It drops. Uh, I read September thirtieth, so I think a week. Oh from yeah, today yeah. of recording actually. So I promise you, I will watch that too, and uh, I'll see what I think. But you know, we just said. We might be disappointed with things that come back well after they should shouldn't have. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, my uh, hopes are uh, my expectations are very low. Uh, let's just say that. Hi, kitty. Sorry, <laughs> sorry we didn't talk. Kit cats. Yeah, we'll do Garfield one day. Yes. Oh, Garfield's a must. We haven't we haven't done like comic strip cartoons or anything in a while. Yeah, maybe that'll be what we do uh, soon. Yes, I agree. Uh, but that is it, everybody. Thank you so much as always for tuning in to our. F- lovely little bi-weekly pop culture show um and we appreciate you talk to you next time right here on retro pop meow